0: Walking with God. So, praise God. Now, I want you to lift your right hand and pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive understanding of your word. And I walk in the light of it. In the name of Jesus. As I hear your word, I understand it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Psalm 119, verse 67. I'll start it from there. Psalm 119, verse 67. Now, I need to pay attention now. Very important. David says, Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now have I kept thy word? Look at it. He said, Before I was afflicted, I went astray. Every happening or mishappening that a Christian is going through can be traced to missing the way. He said, before I was afflicted, I went astray, missing the way. Sometimes um, many Christians want to treat God as a genie. You know what a genie is? Some people get born again and they start hearing some people's testimonies. Today I wanted to take a testimony session, but because of time I just wanted to. Some amazing testimonies that have been happening. So some people hear these kind of testimonies and immediately... They jump, why is God not doing the same for me? Why is not God not doing this for me? Like God is doing it for other people, he must do it for me. So, they get frustrated in their walk with God after some time. Because what they were expecting from God, they didn't get. Then, others too make up theories about God, which... um I don't want to say God does not care about, but I mean, it's just, you, you made it up. God can do anything at any time and do it. When you say all those things, they are nice preaching. Now, I want you to put this scenario this way. When you were a kid, when you were a kid, you could call your mom and say, Mommy, I want water. They'll rush and get it for you, am I right? You have to rush and get it for you. Then, after a while, when you grew up, 25 years, you sit on your bed, Mommy, I want water. What will happen? You said go and get it yourself. That's an American home. In an African home, before you are answered, (laughs) like like David said, before I was afflicted, I went and said, before you are answered, slap, you are here and uh, slippers has been used on you before. You understand where you have been? So that you wake up in the morning, mommy, give me water. She'll be, first of all, she'll be, if she's a, a religious person, first of all, she'll be looking out for a spirit. <laughs> that has infested your life. Because you just woke up in the morning, you feel you become an imbecile overnight. Mommy, water, water. <gasps> 25 years. After the slap, if she's to answer you where the water is, oh, she says, go go to the back of the house. If you don't know where the water is, she says, go to the back of the house. There is a fridge there. Am I right? Then there's water in it. Very good. Now, why is it that when we get born again, we don't think that God expects us to grow, And that we will still sit down, sitting somewhere, and say, I prayed, and God did not do it. I prayed. So, we, 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 we are into using God. If your dad or your mom, you cannot wake up in the morning and say, Mommy, water. Then, what makes you think that you can go before God and your, all that your prayer is supposed to do is tell God to do something for you? Now, anytime you encounter an unanswered prayer, it is... Um, It is showing what you don't know yet. Don't immediately say, this thing does not work. Immediately, start thinking like this. I don't know something yet. For example, when I got born again, I think I shared this testimony with you. It's not a testimony, I shared a story with you. When I got born again, I said, I read books of men of God who were healing the sick. So I also went on one week fasting with my friends. We said, in the next one week, we are going to circle. You know, circle, there are a lot of cripples. Okay, those times. I think now, because of the Dubai thing, so, so I think some of them have left. But those times, there used to be oh, Mami Dokono Park, if you remember very well. And there used to be a lot of cripples on it. So, man, I was born again. I read books of great men of God like Benson Idahosa, and I said, wow, that means it's my time to also, you know, act. So I went fasting one week. I didn't eat. So my friends joined me to do the fasting, dry fasting. I was not playing. So I came out. Went to my friend. We lay hand on one Muslim man who was in Israel. We made him receive Christ. So we're trying everything, all the try and error. Like before we said, stand up. The man didn't stand up. We said, okay, maybe because he's not born again. So we got him born again. Okay. Then we tried again. The guy didn't stand up. We said, okay, we filled him with the Holy Ghost. Stand up. The guy still didn't stand up. Then later we said, he doesn't have faith. The guy said he has faith. You know? (laughs) So we tried, we tried, we tried. You know, I was actually very disappointed. I went home and the nearest rice and control I ate it. I was like, what was the fasting for? There was no point. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, the guy still did this enough. Like I mean, I've wasted food. I was very disappointed. So I went back and I realized that through the years I noticed that it was not about God not want to to answer my prayer <laughs> of getting that cripple out of his wheelchair. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and the power, who went about doing good and healing them that were present on the devil for God's him. So, God's passion is to heal the sick. Why is it that they are still sick people? So, you'll notice that a lot of people, especially those who say they are atheists, they are not um, the real ones I told you before. I said the real atheists are people who are just having questions that have not been answered because they just looked at this whole thing and said, what if the story of Jesus is a myth. What if all these Bible things are myths? Like, what if it is not true? What if we've just been handed something? Perhaps you are just born again because um, your parents were Christians, but your, your, you personally, your true encounter with God has not yet happened. So you are just following something you've heard. I oh, was just like you. Until I wanted the real thing. Not just what I've heard. Praise God. So, I, I said you can trace everything that has not yet happened or every unanswered prayer to what you don't know yet. So instead of saying this does not work, find out what don't I know yet. Do you know you can, be, you can be thirsty in your own parents' house just because you don't know where the water was placed? You can be very thirsty, it's my parents' house, that, the water doesn't care. You said, it's my favorite house. I told you, I said, if you don't have the key to a door, it doesn't matter how long you stand behind it. Right? That's why I said time does not change things. Okay, I don't have the key, I'm standing there. One hour, two hours, time does not change anything. The day you have the key, you open the door, you enter, that's all. So, having, be conscious of the fact that there's growth in God. You see, and that is what you should seek, not having things. Mary and Martha, one was sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ, the other was working. Jesus said, the one who's sitting down, he said they have chosen the better thing. He said, one thing is needful. He said, because that person is being built, sitting under Jesus, and the other person is working. So don't get too busy to grow spiritually. Let it be a desire. The Bible says, as newborn babes, he said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So it should be a quest for you to grow in the faith. So it's not just, I got born again, and God should just start doing, I pray, and it should happen. I pray, and it should happen. That's not growth. In the beginning, that's what you do. But when you start growing in God, you start learning to walk with God. That's why I'm taking the topic, walking with God. You start learning to walk with God. So I'll, I'll answer a few of your questions on, how, what does it mean to walk with God? And how do you walk with God? I was, I was sharing a testimony of how one of the sisters here had an asthma and with the, once she was having asthma, you know, it got so serious, she was taking it to the hospital and everything, then she called that I should pray for her and I said, okay, where's the dress you wore for Super Sunday? By my training and understanding of spiritual things, I know that, I'm, I'm teaching you something now, I know that clothes are a conductor of anointing. Not everything can conduct anointing. Okay, it is not possible. Why did the Woman touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Bible says aprons and handkerchiefs were taken from the body of Paul. So why didn't they take his spoon? So I told, I said, "Why are the clothes you wore for Super Sunday?" He said, "Okay, I have them around." Then she went to take it and put it over her chest, and I prayed. I prayed with her. She got healed. You see, so she could have been there with those same clothes. So. Left to God alone, you have all you need. Left to God alone, you have all you need. Most of the time, the problem is in knowing what to do and how to appropriate the things that we have received with God. For example, let's look, let's look at David. David killed Goliath. Let me tell you, every other soldier in the army that day stood the chance of being that hero. Because David did not have anything extraordinary. All David brought that day, listen now, all David brought that day was his knowledge of the word. Which that same word all the other soldiers knew. But they had not meditated. They had not yet had a relation with the word. Now, what did David do? David came on that day. David came on that day and said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that defiles the army of God? Now, in the law, God had told them that anybody who is not circumcised, cannot defeat you. He said they shall come against you in one way, but they shall flee in seven other ways. So, it's it's supposed to be something they all know. Yet, with all that knowledge that God had put in them, all the soldiers were sitting down. Hey, Goliath is coming. Goliath was making unnecessary noise. Anybody who can come, come. Foolish people. You, You say, call yourself God. And God did not talk. God was sitting in heaven. Goliath was abusing God's people. And God was quiet. And many times, it's still happening today. Solomon said, I have seen princes who are supposed to be riding on horses. They're walking. He said, princes that are supposed to be sitting on horses, they are walking. God's mm-hmm. people who are supposed to be taking their place in reigning. And they, you can't find them. In, in an institution, sometimes, oh. Sometimes in an institution, you find out that the Christians are sometimes even the people who are trampled on the most. Meanwhile, that is not the life. Bible says, They that receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. So, they are supposed to reign in life, yet they are not reign in life. Why? Solomon said it. He said, I am wisdom. He said, by me, kings reign. So, there are some kings that don't reign. So, David, on that day, says. He saw that how his brothers were, uh, went because Goliath was really tall. So Goliath would do, hey! Then all the hey, 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 hey. then they all go and hide. He's coming! He's coming! He's coming! You know? Then one day David was sent by his father. He took the stuff, I was going to give it to his brothers. While he was going, while he was going, he heard all the things Goliath was saying. And because David had meditated on this law. He had meditated on the law. He knew that what Goliath is doing is wrong. If the basis on which David was standing to make those claims, the rest could have also read it. So David said, I can take this guy on. Based on what? The word. Based on what he had studied. Based on what he knew. He said, I can take the guy on. His brother said, Hey, it's pride, it's pride. And and you see, that's what happens mostly when when um you are you are declaring the word of God. Everybody around you will think you are being proud. David said, I can take this guy on. His brother said, You this guy, you have come again. You come again. Is it because someone came to anoint you in front of all of us? Pride, pride, pride. He said, I can take this guy on. He said, Look, the basis for the the fight, how you entered the fight, the basis was that who is this uncircumcised thing? He was basing it on the word. Who is this uncircumcised feeling that defiles the army of God? So it was not pride. He, he, was, he was jealous for God. Like Elijah said the day he was going to battle the, 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 the prophets of Baal. He said, I am jealous for the Lord God of Israel. He said, if God is God, let me let go. He said, if God is God. so come, let's, let's, let's decide. Based on what? The word based on what he had heard from God. See, so a lot of people are going to study churches and all they want is that pastor should just tax me and everything will be fine. Pastor, they don't realize that they are supposed to grow, Because there's a day pastor's number will not go through. And that is not even the calling. That's not it. The calling is not for, you know, everybody to now jump on One pastor, Samson Ministry, he's the only strong man. You understand? That's what they're calling. They're calling for us to be coming to church with testimonies. The church is a place of testimony. (laughs) When the church started, I used to see that a lot. After service, I would stand there, people would come problem upon problem upon problem upon problem. As I kept teaching, I just knew that it is the sound teaching of God's word that will solve the problem. Because as, as I kept teaching again, the problem started reducing, testimony started increasing. Because people were now handling things by themselves because of the word. That's the ministry of the word of God. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. So any Christian who will live on the word will win. That's why it's so important that you 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 have the word you have the word inside. Now, I want to do, go to some thirteen. Um, no, some um, Proverbs chapter thirteen, verse verse fifteen. You know, for example, for example, people don't understand that in 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 um in spiritual things, everything runs in a system. When you read the book of Ecclesiastes, in the book of Ecclesiastes. It said, The wind goes to the north, then to the south. He says, so everything runs in system. So, the day you get to understand how it works, you know what to do. Look at this. He says, good understanding giveth favor. Ah, we thought favor is just unmerited and God just does. No. He said, the day you have good understanding, you will get favor. We thought God decides who goes forward. No. (laughs) We thought God decides who moves. We thought God decides who gets the miracle. No. He said, the day you have good understanding, he will give you favor. That's why I said, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. He said, and in all thy getting, after you get all the wisdom, he said, use it to get understanding. Look at Moses. Psalm 103, verse 7. Did you see that, that particular verse? He said, but the way of transgressors is hard. Transgressor is not a sinner. Because remember, I said, before I was afflicted, I went astray. That means I went off the way. So, let me tell you something. Make sure you never forget this. You can never have a special relationship with God outside the word of God. So, oh, no, me, I have a very special You cannot have a special relationship with God outside the word of God. Me and God we understand. Me and God we understand. Okay, he says, He made his he made known his ways to Moses, his acts of the children of Israel. So the children of Israel knew acts. So before the they were there, oh then something will happen. Fire will just come. Bah, bah, bah. Hey, God is powerful. But he said, the way it happened, he made it known to Moses. But then the mighty thing that would happen, the act, The thing is always seeing the act. But Moses was seeing the ways. Someone said, I'm growing. I'm growing in the word. Now, in Genesis chapter 17, Genesis chapter 17, I want you to read from verse 1. topic is still walking with God. And when Abraham was 90 years old and 99, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect. Now, pay attention to this particular verse. I'm going to show you something else. Go to Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. Do you have a Bible there? Okay. It says, and Enoch walks with God. And he was not, for God took him. Now, look at this. In Genesis chapter 7, he said, God told Abraham, walk before me. But Enoch, he said, Enoch, walk with him. That's a difference. Walk before me means walk in my presence. A lot of Christians are at that level, walking in the presence of God. But you, you guess what? You can be living um, in sin in the presence of God. So, walking in the presence of God It's like you were born in a Christian family. You were born in the presence of God. But you can have your own way in the presence of God. Let me define walking with God. Walking with God is is to be in the recency of His plans, His truth and His presence. To walk with God is to be in the recency of his plans, his truth and his person. Let me explain. Now, Bible says, in him we live, in him we move. And I said something, God is not static. God moves. So don't be where God was. If you walk with God, his, his new thing you will know. Okay, let me explain. When God came to Abraham, he said, I am El Shaddai, I am God Almighty, Genesis 17. But when God appeared to Moses, he said, I am the Lord, I am Jehovah. Is there a difference? Yes, because God reveals, you know, Bible, um, Paul called, he said, the many-sided wisdom of God. The, the way God's wisdom is, eh, and where God's person is, it is what he reveals to you that you enjoy. Am I putting above your head? It is what God reveals to you that you enjoy. So, God can be your supplier. He says, I am Jehovah's diary. And that's what has been revealed to you. Then, he will be supplying all your needs while you are sick. Until he reveals himself as Jehovah Rapha. So, what he reveals to you is what you enjoy. So, for most of us now, all our revelation of God is that he died on the cross. All revelation of Jesus Christ is that He died on the cross. So when we start singing about He died on the cross, Kabarina, yes, then you'll be crying because you know that that's your experience, the experience of salvation. And that is all. You have not yet come to know the God of money. And even the God of money, there's a God of dollar. <laughs> Let me tell you something about the Indians. They have different, different goals. There's something about truth. truth all truths are parallel. You can just be on the wrong side. All truths are parallel. They are not, they are not so wrong. They just are on the wrong side of it. There's one God, but Paul calls it the many-sided wisdom of God. Now, it's like, the, the, the story of the blind men who were asked to define an elephant all of them touch an elephant the one who touched the side said an elephant is like a wall the one who held the trunk said an elephant is like a snake the one who touched the side said, an elephant is like a long rope you understand the one who touched the side said, an elephant is like a tree now all of them are right so your revelation of God what you know you are right but there's more you have not yet seen the full picture. So I said, God can be revealed to you as the God of salvation. And that is all you know about him. But the revelation of God the healer, my daughter, have come to you. So, as, to Abraham, he had to make, I explained, I think it was last year. Let me explain it again. To Abraham, he said, I am God Almighty. El Shaddai means the strong and breasted one. And I explained. I said, strong there was a a paternal word. And breasted is a maternal word, breast. So, he was telling Abraham, because he told Abraham, he said, get out of your father's house and out of your kindred into a place I will show thee. So, God now has to reveal himself as his father and mother because he has asked you to get out of his father's house. So, he was a strong and breasted one to him. So, That's why we get the revelation of God is both male and female. Strong and breasted one. The the Hebrew word is shodet. It means, um, it's like a, a mixed word of man and woman. Now, when he came to Moses, Moses has to go and bring his people out of captivity. Listen now. He has to bring people out of captivity. Over there. Now listen. Listen to the legalities. Pharaoh has been feeding them. They've been eating from Egypt. Go and see, check the transaction that Pharaoh did with Joseph. He told them that he's giving them a part of the land. Listen now. He's giving them a part of the land. And the power of the land is giving them. They shouldn't tax them. So they were eating free. Because of that transaction. Their fathers have been eating from Egypt land. God cannot just go and sack Pharaoh. Pharaoh has to let them go. Are you catching the thing? So God said, Moses, if God is God, what do you think? He should just land there, Pharaoh, are you playing with my children and papa and everything they do? You think? You think God should just land there and say, Pharaoh, can you with me? God told Moses, he said, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Why? Because the people are, in a way, indebted. So Pharaoh has to let them go. Now, God told him, he said, I know know the Pharaoh you are going to. He is a very, very wicked one, and he's very strong-hearted. So he will not go except with a strong hand. So I have to reveal myself as, the Lord. that means final thing. you get it? So, God had to take a boss. So, that was the name. I am the Lord. So, he said to Moses, he said, he said, Moses, I am the Lord. So, Moses, as he said, when I was in Egypt, all the gods have names. Okay, so, what is your own name? He said, I am. a new revelation of God. So Moses went there and Moses began to you know put down snake. I can also do it. Then he put it down. So you can see that there was war. Now let me tell you something. Pharaoh was the kind of king king that if Moses went there and he didn't have ammunition and all that he should kill him. But he he could never order the arrest of Moses. Why? He went to the revelation of I am the Lord. Now, in the transaction again, listen now, when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt, listen to the transaction again, when they were leaving Egypt, God asked them, he said, borrow their jewelry. Are you listening now? Borrow their jewelry the day before you leave. Borrow everything. The day you leave, all of you will live with it. Were they stealing? No. Let me explain. They've also been working for them and they are not paying them. <laughs> So in one day, God give them all their (laughs) faith. Bible says God is a righteous judge. He makes sure that everything is. Praise God. So to Abraham, he said, Walk before me. That means walk in my presence. That's different. From Enoch who walk with God. That's a different thing. So we are talking about walking with God. How do I walk with God? How does my Christianity produce results? How will I see results in my Christianity? Will, it, will I continue doing, I'm going to church, I'm going to church, and every time I'm going to church, I'm going, to church I'm going to church, and nothing is happening? Or i am I something that works? 2011, Pastor Chris, 31st night. I think, yeah. Yeah. 2011, 31st night, Pastor Chris said something. He said, don't ask yourself, what has Christianity done for me? He said, ask yourself, what have you done with Christianity? Romans chapter, 11, chapter 1. Now, I want you to write this down. To work with God, number one, you have to eliminate your feelings. To work with God, you have to eliminate your feelings, your opinions, and your upbringing. How do you say we should walk with God? Like, how is it possible to walk with the God I'm not seeing? It's to walk with God. But I'm not seeing the God. So, I would say, seeing is believing. If we don't see it, it is not there. If we don't see it, can I show you a scripture? Micah chapter 6, verse 8. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. I want to pay attention to something now. Look at this. He said, He has showed you, O oh man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? He said, To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Key word, humbly. That means you are not going to dictate for God. <laughs> no, 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 no. Seeing is believing. We have to say it. We have to say it. If we don't see it, it's not there. What we can't see, what, cannot, what we can't touch. Meanwhile, you are sitting down, you cannot see virus. Oh, no, 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 no. If I cannot see virus, we can bring microscope, we will look at it and we will see it. Good. So if you also want to see God, ask him which instrument that they used to see him. Which instrument? The word. Jesus said, he said, except a man be born again, he cannot see. So, the instrument is born again. So, he said, you walk humbly with your God. So, you have to take his opinions. He said, I am God. I, I require this of you. If you want to walk with me, you have to bring humility. Once you are come with your own opinion, we can walk. So, I said, to walk with God, you have to eliminate your feelings. You have to Eliminate your opinions. And you have to eliminate your upbringing. Because there's a divine upbringing. When you get born again, you know that God starts retraining you all over. Because there's too much foolishness in your mind. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, Romans chapter 1, we can go there again. Verse 17. Verse 17, he said, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just, the just means the righteous, the man who is born again. He said, shall live by faith. You see, so, we don't use faith, we live by faith. Faith is not an instrument to be used. Faith is a lifestyle. I use my faith, that's why it didn't work. <laughs> it's supposed to be a lifestyle. The just shall live by faith. Now, Paul copied this from Habakkuk, this scripture. He copied it from Habakkuk and he doctored it a little. So let's go to what Habakkuk said about this, then you understand. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Paul was quoting Habakkuk. He said, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. So you cannot live on my faith. You cannot live by your brother's faith. So, oh my father is praying for me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my mother really prays for me. Ha! Ah, you are not, you, you, it has not yet happened. The day your faith will be needed. Then the just shall live by his own faith. So to walk with God is by faith. To walk with God is by faith. Now, how do we do it? Number one, I'm giving you some points now. Number one, agree with God. What he said in Micah, uh, Micah he says that you walk humbly with God. So it is not for you to say, I'm walking with God. No, you know some people, they are very, very interesting. I told God. Have you heard it before? I told God that I wanted. I told God. Hey. Okay. You are strong. There are some people, they are, they are praying. Holy Ghost, move. Move now. Move. Haven't you heard it before? Move down. Now. Hey. If you were Holy Ghost, will you move? Move. Holy Ghost, Move. I command. Hey. He said that you walk humbly with your God. Now, I said number one, I agree with God. Amos chapter 3. Verse 3, Amos 33. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Isn't two cannot walk together except they agree? So, the first step in working with God, because you see, those who work with God become stars. Because God rubs up on you. You didn't catch it. When you work with God, God rubs off on you. There, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you have nothing to do with miracles again. You walk in the blessing. <laughs> what are you doing with miracles? When you are in the level of always trying to receive, 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 come up to that. Come up. I'm, 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 I'm inviting you to come to a certain realm, a certain level. A certain level where you don't need to receive anything. <laughs> Three things. God said to Abraham, he said, I will bless you. And he says, I will now make you a blessing. So, the first level was, I will bless you. Then I enjoy the blessing. It's a miracle. Then I will now make you a blessing. Water cannot pass through a host without being wet. Okay? I will now make you a blessing. That means, when they drop you, Abraham, when they drop you in somebody's house, the person will begin to prosper because you are now the blessing. But do you know there was more than that? He now said, And indeed, shall all the families of the earth be blessed. That means, he moved him from being blessed to being a blessing, to making him a blesser. Because you cannot say, listen now, you cannot say that God is blessed. Are you listening? You cannot say God is blessed. And you cannot say God is a blessing. God is the blesser. So, the journey he took Abraham was to make him exactly like God. So, walking with God, but look, look at Enoch, he said, and Enoch walked with God, he said he walked with God and was not found. Ah! I explained to people. I said, Enoch walked with God, till he walked into God. He said he was not found. You know, there are some people, they are living on this earth, but they are not found. Let me explain how. They are not found. You cannot decode them. You cannot understand them. They work with God so much that they are, they are living in certain realms of glory. There are some people, you look at them, you shake your head. The, the first day I went to, no, you know, some people think that we, we, we forge these things. See? And so that. The, the first day I, 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 sh- I, I went to greet Pastor Chris. Hi. My God. I've been seeing people kneeling down when they meet him and all that. so said, oh, you know, this thing is, you know, it's normal, it's called my name, I was walking, walking. Let me tell you, the more I walk, the more I felt like I'm entering something. Ah, I'm walking, I'm entering something. But before I got to him, I was crawling on the floor. Ah, 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 Crawling on the floor. Then I held his hand. I held his hand. Hey. Hey. Then I was wearing some um, green suit You know, cream suit, And he said, you're looking wonderful. (laughs) 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 Let me tell you something. You know when you are a child, you don't appreciate your father. When you grow up, you appreciate your father. You know why? You know why I'm saying this? If you are not maybe in ministry, you will not understand very well why men of God give reverence to other men of God like that. Because when you see somebody who came to have a crusade in Ghana and Independence Square was full, Stadium was full, then Parliament House people were sitting there. Then you, you went to call cell meeting and seven people, you did, you did flyer, you understand? You did flyer, you did banner, you, did banner. you shouted T-shirt, Menorah Conference, you understand? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You said everywhere. I'm having a program. Everybody, come. you said everywhere. You went to radio. You went. Then, on the day of the program, you are starting at four by five. Only you and the ushers are around. <laughs> there, when you see the one who has passed in your, uh, the grace of the Lord, <laughs> you understand? So, when I when I met him, ah, look. To be frank with you, I went to the mindset of Odinshi, Udenchi, you know. We greet him, we greet him. People have been kneeling down and all that. You know the, you know the day my respect for our man of God tripled? Let me tell you the day. We went for a conference and he came and he ministered. He was, you know, vain hands handsome people who were falling under the power. You know, then he finished and he left. So one of his pastors, Pastor Chi. One of his pastors, Pastor Achi, I went to greet him. He looked so nice. So I went to greet him and I gave him a seat. So when I gave him the seat, he looked at me. So I was with Pastor Achi. So Pastor Achi looked at me. He says, young yes, man. I was really young. Young oh, man. Okay. Receive it. Look. I don't always fall down. <laughs> so when he said, he said, Receive it. I fell down. Then he told his secretary, he will not be able to stand up until I say so. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a boy. I will try to stand up. You understand <laughs> Maybe it was a lady you just try to honor the anointing. I'm not standing. I'm not standing. I'm a boy. I wanted to stand up and show that, no, no, no. Pastor, what you said is not going on. Pastor, what you are saying is not going anywhere. I try to stand up. The more I try to stand up, the more laughter I said. As I turn up, I <laughs> do He told us, okay, he said, he will not be able to stand up. I was like, So, uh, after I was tired, I said, it's okay. It's okay. And he looked at me and said, so stand up. Then I stood up. I was sitting. And I said, this kind of man is sitting under Pastor Chris. <laughs> you understand? This kind of person is sitting down under Pastor Chris. I said, hey! Then Pastor Chris, if he they catch me. <laughs> 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 Praise God. So you see, you know a great man by other people he's been able to make great. Yeah. I said there's a difference between fame and greatness. In fame, you rise up, everybody goes down. In greatness, as you become great, other people become great. All right. So I said agree with God. And I talked about walking humbly before God. That means you need to agree with God. Are you listening now? Yeah. You need to agree with God. What does God have to say? You see? And I said you have to eliminate your feelings. Eliminate your opinions. Look, I want to say something now. We are living in an age where people want to shift God out of the equation. People want to move God out. Oh, the Bible says this, but let me tell you there's no modern truth. Some people are calling for the for the modernization of the Bible. They want us to Take out some things, you know, uh, update it. We don't update There's no modern truth. Are you listening? There's no modern truth. Truth is a universal commodity. There's no modern truth. The Bible, listen now, the Bible is not a history book. The Bible is a revelation. Now let me explain. Thoughts of men were captured in the Bible. Which book can capture the thought of a man until he has said it. But some men thought something. So the Bible came as a result of revelation. It reveals what some men thought. The Bible gives us the spiritual side of most of the... For example, I read um, a scripture to you one time where David was punished by God for numbering Israel. And the Bible says that a lot of the people were killed and a lot of the people died. They died in their numbers and uh, maybe if you were there at that time and you were a physician, you say, maybe it was a viral infection and we were dying in their numbers. But the Bible gave us the background story telling us that it was an angel that was slaying the people. If you were in Egypt at the time the firstborns died, you might think it's some sickness. But the Bible gives us the background story that an angel came to, to slay them. So the Bible gives us the revelation of the spiritual side and the physical side of things. So the Bible is complete revelation. That's what I said you can never have a modern truth. Now let me tell you something. This thing called the Bible, it has made men great. It has destroyed other people. You know what Simon said the day Jesus was born? Simon, he was in the temple the day Jesus was born. When they brought there, he said this child, he said he is set up for the rising and the falling of many. He is set up for the rising and the falling of many. So this word of God has made people, it has also destroyed people. See? It, look, it is, it's been powerful through the ages. This thing has made men great. So there's no more truth. What Bible says, whatsoever the Lord does is forever. The truth of God's word, if you can, you can hang your life on the word of God and say, No, I, I, I believe what God says. I trust what God says. I'm going to stick with what God says. You will come back with a testimony. Pastor Chris said, he said, if you stick to the word, you will come back with a testimony. A man of God can pray for you and the sickness will come back. It doesn't make him fake. Let me explain. There are times, as, as somebody God uses in healing and, and miracles, I, I, God opened my eyes about certain things. In certain healing meetings, you know the people, should I explain? Okay. In in certain healing meetings, it is angels that come to lift the people out of the wheelchair. Have you heard of, you've heard of Gabriel, you've heard of Michael, have you heard of Raphael? There are angels that come into meetings, but you see, those angels don't go back with you home. So, there's what we call signs and wonders. That's why they call it sign. It's a sign. So, what happened to you in the meeting that the sickness immediately left? It was a sign. You have to go back and walk by, by faith. So if people come to receive a miracle, a, a massive miracle in a meeting in the house of God. Then, they go back and they don't come to church again. They think that they have treated God like i have taken his sin I've gone. I am using that kind of thing. Yeah, I've gone, I've gone. Ah, after all, God has done it for me. As a man of God, I've seen a lot of things like that. So if you, they will come for me. Ah, dang, a, a lady came. She got healed of a serious condition. Then she went. And I told her, will not you come and share your testimony? Then I'll share it in my church. With the attitude. I said, oh, okay. No problem. And he came back. She called me again. But I don't know. Some people feel entitled like, like saying, you are a doctor, you must see me. You are a man of God, you must pray for me. They feel so entitled to it. Because we know how this thing works. It's got a sign and a wonder. It can, the sickness can return. Jesus Christ said it. He said, a man was t- healed of a demon. He said, when the demon goes around. So, demons like going back to their ex. Some people are misinterpreting what I'm saying. I've not said anything. Don't think for me. Praise God. All right. So Jesus said, Jesus said that demons go back to their ex. Except when they are going, they go with seven times stronger and more wicked demons. So that one, the next one that's coming in the air, you can't. So you see, some of those people, if they are not able to hold their miracle and hold their healing well. They, they they become worse off than before, and they want that nice. the man of God is, is not true. It's not his fake man of God. He, he prayed for me. I got healed in the service, and I've gone. I've seen it before. One time in the healing school, a woman she stood up without the, the 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 crutches. She was just walking, 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 walking. The next day, I went back to the healing school. She started it again. See, it's. You have to learn the Word of God and hold your healing by faith because walking with God is, a, is by faith. God is not a man. See? I want to show you something. Book of John, chapter 1. Number verse... John, chapter 1, verse 8. Now, I said agree with God, right? And I think I made a statement already. I said, you can never have a special relationship with God outside the Word of God. You know, some people think they have a special relationship with God. It's nonsense. You cannot have a special relationship with God outside the Word. Bible says, He, God, He said He cannot deny Himself. And Jesus Christ said, the scripture cannot be broken. You see, God is as powerful as what He says. So, he will not walk beside what he has said. So, God is committed to what he says. So, in this case, the the word of God is the truth of God. And the truth of God is a light. Why do we say it's true? Why do we say it's truth? We say it's truth because there are other information that looks like it. Hey, verse 8. Jesus is talking about John the Baptist, and he says, he was not that light, but was sent to be, bear witness of that light. Hey, that light. Okay, verse 9. He says, that was the true light. Ah! Look at the, the way he, he, he qualifies it. That was the true light. That means the other light. Let me explain. When the doctor, listen now, when the doctor looks in your system and finds cancer, he uses the light. Okay, let's go, to, let, let's go to a boutique. We go to a boutique and the, inside the boutique they have a blue light. Do you know it's a light? Blue light is a light. Red light is a light. It's a type of light. So we, we look at the boutique and maybe you picked um, a white dress. In the boutique with the blue light, what would the dress look like? Bluish. White blueish, okay. So you look at the dress and over there the dress is bluish. So in your mind, you bought a bluish dress. You take it outside, then the light of the sun falls on it and it looks what? White. Say, no, this is not what I bought. This is not what I you use the blue light. So you take it back. No, this is not what I bought. I want another one. What what you think is that the sun's light is the real light. It is also not the real light. Because if you decide that in your room, blue light is the only light and it's the best light. Or maybe you work in um, in an office where everything is blue light. Then you know that you are going to wear a dress that will play with that light to bring out the color you want to see. Okay, so the light of the sun is a type of light. The light in that boutique is also another type of light. So there are different lights. But God is saying that there is a true light aside these other lights, aside the light of the sun, aside the light, the red light, the blue light. He said there is a true light. I said, when the doctor looks in your system, what he finds is as a result of, because light is knowledge, as a result of what he has learned in school, he learned that when he sees this and that, it is cancer. So he uses a light and says that, oh, madam, you have cancer. But he's forgetting that he's using a light, but there is also a true light. So I said, you have to agree with God's light. Which is the true light. That's why we call it truth. There's a difference between facts and truth. Truth doesn't change. Facts change. This is the true light. He said, that lighted every man that comes into the world. That means the word of God shows us the true nature of things. We can look at it one way and say, it is like this. But the word of God tells us that, no, it's not like this. This is what it is. So you use God's light to put on things and decide. Now, for example, immense, immense um, uh, light. They can say that if you have a big nose, you are not beautiful. Are you listening? And immense light, they can say that, oh, if you are, you know, your ears is like this, it means you are not nice. That immense light. And maybe you are, you, you are a little big and you go to uh, Miss Malaka they say they can't take you because you are big. Do you understand? So now the people who are big too are now organizing their own budget. <laughs> Trying to validate what they are. Do you understand? <laughs> you, said the answer, you know? Do you understand? Now, whether you are plus size or you are slim, they are all using their type of light. There is a true light for you. And that true light says you are wonderfully and fearfully made. You will have to believe that light. So to walk with God, first of all, you have to understand that when we say Enoch walked with God, it's not because God was standing close to him and we walked in one, two, three. No. What he was doing was that he was recent with God. Maybe from next week I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about the, the graduations of truth. Enoch was recent with God. There was a time God was El that. There was a time He now became the Lord. There was a time He became Jehovah Rapha. There was a time He became. Pichin. You understand? He was recent with God. There are times God was moving, and when God moved, Enoch moved because he was walking humbly with God. God would tell him, "We are moving." Then he moves. We are doing this. We are. We, we move. You understand? So the Word of God gives you a disposition. When you know the Word of God and you know God's light, you now look at everything from God's light. Listen, God's light shows on everything and when it shows on everything it tells you the true nature of it it is God's light that was thrown that Jesus true on money on the subject of money one day I was at some psalmisties and I told them something I said Jesus made comments on marriage he made comments on money he made comments on life he made comments on building you have to go and look for what comments that did Jesus Christ make on all phenomenon of life because that is the true light That lighted every man that comes to one. Jesus Christ was the one who actually spoke about the fact that money cannot do everything. He talked to um, a man, a rich young ruler, and the young ruler said, Jesus, I want you to, you know, I want to have eternal life. Then Jesus said, okay, follow all the commandments. He said, I followed all. Jesus Christ said, yeah, you followed all. Okay, now, I want you to go and sell everything you have and go and give it to the poor and come and follow me. The man, Bible says the man got offended and he left. Okay, Peter left his fishing and followed Jesus. Now, look at, at that time, it looked as though the man took the right decision and he left. Now, look at this. Today, we know Peter, we read his books. He was an illiterate. This man was a rich young ruler. He was probably illiterate. Now, where are those houses that he refused to sell? Where are they? Where are they now? Not even One. All the money he kept in the bank, not even one. All the things he refused to sell, not even one. So when God calls you to follow him, it's not about the possessions, it's about posterity. Lift up your hand. Go ahead and talk to God. One day, some years back, some years back, pressure, you know, when you're among guys, Yesterday I was explaining to a lady, I said, where a man's shame is in life. Okay, think about this. Think about this that we are sitting down, boys, where we are sitting down. Then one guy passes, then someone passes a comment, Tell this guy, he be virginal. Doesn't make any difference. There's nothing. Like, a man's shame is not there. But that, maybe he's 50 and he has nothing. Do you understand? That's where his shame is. So, sometimes when, are with, when you are with your, your fellow boys and all that, and some of them are making some money and all that, you know you are being tempted you know, to go and do all sorts of things to have money. So, at a point in time, I wanted to quit ministry and go after money. And I actually started. So, I was on it. I was on the quest for money. I was getting the money, but I was frustrated. I've told you the story before. Now, one day I was praying and God said something to me. He said, Enoch, Esau... Was not blessed by Isaac. Yet, Bible says that Esau had possessions. Later on in the story, the guy got money. So, God told me, so the transfer of the blessing was not money. What, what Isaac gave Jacob was not material possession, although that would be a byproduct of the of the thing. But it was not material possession. The transfer that Isaac did, listen now, and don't don't miss it, so that from today you will begin to look for greater things, look for higher things, because in God's eyes there are higher things. What God told, uh, what Isaac delivered to Jacob was not material possession, it was God's agenda. Because Jacob, by virtue of that blessing, gave birth to 12 sons, who became the 12 tribes of Israel? It is forever. That was what God was doing. He saw money nowhere to be found today. Not even a single cattle he had. Somebody chewed it. Do you understand? So it's not how much you amass. So Jesus Christ made a com- another comment on money. He said, do not be covetous. He said, because a man's life does not uh, uh, consist in the abundance of things that he possesses. God doesn't care how much you have. He cares how much what you have is doing. Am I against prosperity? You should know by now. If you've been here, you should know by now. Thank you. There are evangelists, televangelists, and there are monivangelists. Me, this. If you don't believe it, I believe it. Do you understand? But I got to understand early in life through certain experiences that get wisdom. All the rich men said get wisdom. Solomon didn't say get money. He said get wisdom. All the wealthy people said get wisdom. Because they realized that sometimes the money can be so much that the the money now has you. (laughs) You don't have the money. The money now has you. Say after me, say my money is on a mission my money's on a mission. You know, you have to desire a higher walk with God. It starts with desire. Because I was telling some people, I said, to have God intrude your life regularly, you will have to give him the permission. And one, and two, you will have to um, desire, have a desire for an invitation. Those who are the midweek service, I talked about ascending the hill of God. You will have to desire an invitation. You have to desire higher work with God.